Welcome into the ranch sit down. Our guest today, born in the small West Texas town of Jayton, Texas. He's also headlining for the first time at Billy Bob's Texas tonight, the one and only Slay Coulter. How are you, buddy? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me on. Doesn't it feel good to say he's headlining Billy Bob's <sighs> Texas tonight? Man, it's crazy. I can't explain it. I've been, it's one of those ones that, you know, from the very start, you yeah. just, you envision it and we're finally here, man. We made it. When you were part of your graduating class of, I think, eight people, nine people. It was nine. It was nine. It was nine. nine. It was yeah. nine. yeah. yeah. Well, it was almost <laughs> eight because you didn't make it. Uh, <laughs> did you ever envision yourself being on a stage, the same stage that Willie Nelson and Merle Haggard and all these humongous music stars have played? Chris Stapleton's played on that stage. Sturgill Simpson, Tyler Child. I mean, like, all the people that you listen to today have played on that stage. Yeah. No, no, not <laughs> no. at all. Yeah, it's. Did I just make you nervous? I'm sorry. Slay. A little bit. Yeah, it hadn't really hit me till just now. But man, it's, uh, it's not something I ever pictured going this far. Really, it was uh, started out originally playing music for my sister to sing because she's a phenomenal singer. Really? Yeah. So I was just playing backup guitar for her. Interesting. Just making videos around the house, and then got to college, and it was you know to make some beer money on the weekends and it's turned into this whole deal and and brought me here so still got beer money you okay there? i got a little more now yeah, than i did then yeah you got yeah. family now though, yeah. so the beer yeah. money's out the window yeah that's right so i i you had this is uh for a lot of people that don't know not actually your first time to play billy bobs right last time you played billy bobs that was a madhouse because you opened for this guy named zach bryant yeah yeah, which I, I didn't know until then. I don't think anybody knew until that point. Yeah, they don't do openers at Billy Bob's. Yeah. You got the house band earlier in the night. Yeah. But but uh, I think Zach strong-armed him a little bit because he had sold the place out, you know, so I don't think they were going to tell him no. He sold it out in like 14 seconds or yeah. whatever. I mean, it was ridiculous. Yeah, it so. Was, well, there was people that sat at, I was at that show, my wife and I, and there were people that sat at our table across from us. And they were paying $750 a ticket from you know, secondhand sites. And I was like, holy cow. That is crazy, like, man. This is great for Slade. This crowd yeah. is here. Yeah. No, it was incredible for us. And then, but, uh, and then later that night, there's the semi-famous Twitter video of the two of you guys in an elevator singing Turnpike Troubadours. Yeah, that was, a, that was a good time. <laughs> that was the <laughs> most funny thing I've ever seen. Sitting on the floor. So why is the elevator just closed for that long? Did you guys man. literally stop it or did you get stuck? No, we so we'd been sitting outside the hotel trying to make this video and the and the wind was blowing and uh -huh. it was freezing cold and it just wasn't sounding good and we were a few drinks deep by that point. No. And so we were like, it screw it, let's like just it. yeah, let's just go back up and forget about it. And we got in the hotel or we got in the elevator and like, you know, the acoustics aren't too bad in right. here. Let's just do it right here. That's so awesome. we just yeah, plopped down on the floor and, and shot a quick video on the phone and there was a couple times the elevator door would open, there was somebody standing there, and they just clicked the button again. <laughs> Sorry. We live it was good, now. though, man. It was a lot of fun. That, yeah, that's wild. So you grew up in a town of uh, Jayton, which I understand, like, just a couple of years ago, kind of had a population boom. So now we're at, like, 530, yeah, something like that. That's right. What Moving on up. What is there to do in a town that small? Nothing. Besides get in trouble. Yeah, man, it's sports. It's all we do, sports. Do, like, every sport? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you had to. That was the only way they had enough kids to right. to fill the teams. It's, so you they, did all the did sports. They have a six man football team. Six man game? football. Yeah. Yeah, and then basketball, track, cross country, tennis, golf. You name it. Just did it all. Did it all. And uh, but yeah, that. And then you know when there was some free time, is 
play music around the house or right. drive some back roads. It was a dry county, so you couldn't even oh. get beer in the county. So I feel like we grew up in the same town. I know. We go to the next was, county and find the dirt road. To oh, get yeah, it's a 40-minute drive to the yeah. store over there. So. Yeah, exactly. So uh, you got a guitar uh, about 16 I think the last time we talked, you yeah. told me about that. Yeah, sixteen. I did. You uh, ask for that guitar? I've never, I've never heard that. Story. I did, I did. So my dad had an old Gibson, and uh, he played to us growing up, just a handful of songs, you know. Mm-hmm. And I picked it up and learned a few chords, and then asked them for a guitar for Christmas. And uh, yeah, so when I was yeah sixteen that Christmas, I got my first guitar, and started trying to write some songs on it. And Do you remember the first song you ever like? actually learned all the way through and wasn't oh, smoke man. on the water it wasn't smoke <laughs> on the water it wasn't i don't i can't remember the first cover song i i ever learned i really can't you can't i remember the first song i wrote do you? It was, is it one you still do or one you it's hide not from everybody? it's yeah. one i hide from everybody yeah. it's sad sad song was it really yeah was you like, do sad music i didn't know that yeah right <laughs> <laughs> you're good at the sad. Right. the sad music seems to be really popular now it is. You guys that can write the sad music are doing really well. Yeah, I don't know what it is, man, but it's sad songs have just always been my thing. Right. And uh, I'm trying to break out of that now. Uh, you know, I've got. I don't know if I've got a child this. now, and right, and yeah. I'm getting married, and yeah. I've got a happy life, so I'm trying to write some happy songs and do some more upbeat stuff. So. Well, well it works for like I see William Clark Green, and he always has mm-hmm. a smile on his face. He's happily yeah. married. He's doing well. He's got this little beef company side project and he writes the saddest songs I've ever heard of in yeah. my life. And I'm like, dude, you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm doing great. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. It's just, they they just come you, naturally to me, you know? It from being sad. Maybe that's you it. To, that's it's just like release. a, it's yeah. an outlet. Yeah. That's nuts. <laughs> so what was the thing, uh, Slade, that made you actually want to get up on a stage? There has to, there, for every artist, there's that moment they go to a show or they hear some song and like, this is it for me see a music video what was it for you oh man that's that's tough man actually there i can't think of a single thing that that drove me to get up on a stage actually the first time i performed in front of people um you know i'd been i learned a a few cover tunes and Mm -hmm. my high school principal uh asked me if i would play for like a it was some kind of school gathering or something. Like a talent show or just? No. Oh, it, it was. Okay. A, it was a, I can't remember what it was. Um, I think it was like a Veterans Day thing they did at the school. And he asked me if I would get up and play a song. And, uh, yeah, in school at Jayton, it's it's pre-K through 12. So it's all my friends. The whole town was Wait, there. Wait, so they're all in like one giant Oh, it's all building. one building. Yeah, all wow. one big building. And uh, so, yeah, that was, Little house that on was the, the prairie, first man. thing that. It was my high school principal at the time was the one that drove me to get up on stage and you remember how nervous you were oh uh, man i was shaking well you're playing for like what 14 people shaking. come on <laughs> yeah right <laughs> that's kind of cool i bet you were just frightened out of your gourd man it was and, and still to this day it's uh it's easier for me to get up and play in front of thousands of people mm-hmm. i don't know than 10 people i do know you oh, know what i mean yeah it's, yeah it's just different and yeah. so yeah that being my first time performing in front of people and it's my entire hometown it was it was pretty nerve-wracking. Well, you never want to, you know, disappoint the people that you have to see all the time. Right, exactly. Because yeah. yeah. then they're always, oh, there's that guy. Yeah. So I got up there and did Diamonds and Gasoline and called <laughs> oh it a day, gosh. man. Was... Did you say it was your song? No, I should have. I should have. <laughs> I wrote this song. There's a band called Turnbike Troubadours that covered it for me. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So you uh, go to Texas Tech. 
part of the Lubbock music scene, which like Fort Worth is just its own entity. It, it really is. is. It's like just, you gotta be proud to be part of such a cool Man. scene. And when people talk about great artists to come from the Lubbock area and they mention your name, it's like, wow. Cause like you're up there with some, some heavy hitters. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know what it is about Lubbock. I guess just because it's so far from everything. Mm -hmm. There's not a whole lot else to do there. It's just pick it is, cotton, pick a guitar. That's right. It's that's a hub it. for music, man. And still, uh, like the Blue Light is kind of our home bar. Right. You know, right. and that's it, to me has always been the the epicenter of songwriters. Mm -hmm. And and uh, they have those great songwriter competitions every year yeah and yeah. that songwriter night every week and yeah. there's always a big turnout and yeah you know there's always up-and-coming songwriters moving out to lubbock just for that reason to write right. songs and and i don't know man but i'm honored to be a part of that list now i guess so do you feel like you deserve it not really <laughs> I see it with some of face. the other names on that list uh, like <laughs> you know people start talking buddy holly and yeah. joe ely and pat green and you know will and wade and the list goes on yeah. and on and on this man i don't deserve to be up there but well i think you do and i think we should prove it right now how about a song i can do that for you what are you gonna play for us slade coulter well naturally i'm gonna do you a sad song that's what oh. i was hoping for you hear that all right i can Time it only grows the space between us So go get all dressed up and play your part well, You can always see the toll you take on me It hurts but baby don't take it to heart Sonny, you can't fix what you can't fathom So take down your hair and turn off the TV You can stay upstairs all night And let the anger take your mind Or you can lose that dress and take it out on So let's be honest for the sake of changing Well, baby, you don't have the guts to leave You hate me, but you know you never, ever let me go So take it out You said I've been acting different lately But who I am ain't who I used to be I can't take you back to Lubbock Be that boy you fell in love with You're growing tired now, baby, can't you see? I'm the only flaw about you, woman And I ruined you, darling, it ain't hard to see Well, you can try to fight it You can cuss and you can cry Or you can lose that dress and take it out on Let's be honest for the sake of changing Yeah, 
I'm no good, you're no good for me. And I see it in your eyes. Will you love what you despise? So take it out on me. And do you want me? Just say you want me Do you want me Coulter with us on the ranch sit down playing at uh, Billy Bob's tonight man that that I think for me that was the song for me that I knew that, the one, like yeah. Slade Coulter is legit it, that, it, I don't know yeah. man there's something about that that song it just builds to that moment and you could feel all the pain in your voice it's so good man thank you man I so, appreciate so I don't I don't know where it came from it's, <laughs> see it's just, I don't know how you guys made it that. up in my room one time it is it's, magic you know? <laughs> how you do that I don't know maybe you're watching too much tv or whatever I don't know. it is I'll tell you what it was actually uh -huh. I, was, I was listening to a whole lot of John Moreland okay oh my god yeah I, I spent like three whole days listening to John Moreland yeah. and I was like I I want to write a song like that I was listening to 3 59 a.m I think or something and uh that's what inspired me to sit down and write that song. Like Cherokee yeah. for it's for me. There's just something. Yeah. Like, I mean, like that guy's an unbelievable incredible man. He really is incredible. Like, you listen to John Moreland album, you feel like you need to talk to somebody afterwards. Yeah, like, <laughs> for sure. I got to make a connection here, man. Yeah. This is serious. So uh, you have a lot of rock and roll elements in your music. When you, growing up, were you a, were you a rock and roll kid? Were you a country kid or man? Like was... everybody out in West Texas on the uh, cotton farms, they listen to gangster rap. It's a little bit of everything, a really. Of a little bit because I, you know, I had from my dad, I had classic rock. He's always listening to, you know, the Eagles and oh, is he a Boston, classic rock guy? yeah. And, and you know, that was his favorite. And then my, I have two older twin sisters, who are five years older than me, mm -hmm. and uh, so I listened to a lot of music with them. And it was, you know, the punk rock and yeah, Paramore and Fall Out Boy oh and and all that stuff growing up. And There's a little bit of all that in your music. And then growing up in Jayton, is everybody is always playing country music. Mm -hmm. You know, every small town dance was. You know George Strait and Merle Haggard and right, so there's a little bit of everything mixed in there, man. I feel like it's it really shows in the music we play. It's kind of genreless, you know. Well, and you work with uh, Dalton Domino, part of the Honcho Music yeah. Group, and Dalton's got a lot of that that country rock sound to even his stuff. What a cool guy to work with, and he's doing some he really is. neat stuff, man. He's doing some cool stuff, he man. Really Good is old Dalton, he's and like every kind. time I get a text from Dalton with, "Hey, I want you to check this out," I know it's going to be something amazing. Yeah. It's like, all right, finally, <laughs> yeah. it's been like two weeks. Let's go. <laughs> but like, he always finds that cool stuff. He's he's got an ear for it, man. He does. He really yeah. does. He can take my job. He's Easily. So, uh, how many times a day do you get asked about your hair? Not counting now. Man. 
Pretty often. Like it's all pretty the often. ladies want to have your, they want to yeah. touch your hair, I'm sure. Let's say just about every show, there's always yeah, some girls like, you have better hair than me. Like, it's like, oh. I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what am I supposed to say? They always ask me what shampoo I use. Oh, really? Cheapest I can find. You mane and tail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we all tried that when I was in school, too. It didn't work. Didn't got, work. All huh? I have is the big poofy curl that comes out of the back. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm that guy. So uh, your mom was a writing teacher, I understand. She was. You did a lot of UIL writing competitions. Do you ever see yourself as a novelist, you know, if you weren't doing music? That's a good question. That's I could. That's something I could see myself doing. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I've always, you know, been a creative person. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've found several different outlets before music. You know, I, I, I painted and really drew. Was, yeah, I got into art for a while and then... Like you said, my mom was a journalism teacher, an English teacher, and uh, so she pushed me to, you know, do all the UIL events. She was my right. journalism coach, and so oh, fine. she was a little harder on me than the rest of the kids. You How'd know, you do? I did good. I was uh, I medaled at state in several of the events. I can't remember which ones now. Nice. But uh, yeah. So so I had a, a pretty strong writing background mm-hmm. leading up to so, yeah, you- to music, and so it, it kind of just came naturally. I, you know, when I picked up a guitar, I just, I wanted to write songs. You know, I didn't want to cover songs necessarily. That was your thing. Was that was my thing. I wanted original. To, yeah, absolutely. Very cool. Very cool. So what is the, obviously Billy Bob's is a goal that every artist sets out for themselves. For you sure. Know, there's, there's, you know, and there, there's the Ryman, that kind of stuff, you know, mm-hmm. the Grand Ole Opry, maybe, uh, maybe Red Rocks. That's, I was about to add that one in there. I was going to yeah. say, what is the next goal for you? Is it just playing those places? Is it, you know... <laughs> having some big artist cover one of your songs writing with somebody that you had always wanted to write with what you, you got to continue to set goals for yourself right. so you always have something to achieve definitely this was i mean this was probably the biggest goal on my previous list so was to headline billy bobs not taking a break <laughs> no i mean after this i definitely those venues you mentioned you know ryman mm-hmm. opry red rocks those are for sure next up on my so you guys my bucket list rocks, man. I, I hope it happens, show. man. That's another one I've always dreamed Ooh. of. That and uh, I would love to do a, you know, like a European tour one mm-hmm. day or something like that. So it's amazing. You just tell people from the, on those European tours because I've gone on a couple of them with, uh-huh. with bands and like you tell them you're from Texas and they're gonna put a crown on your head, man. See, that's they, what I've heard. They, I heard they go nuts for it over they there. Lo- like. It's in Dublin, Ireland, and they, these guys hear me talk. Apparently, I talk like a hick. I didn't realize it. Uh, <laughs> they're like, where are you from? I said, from Texas. And the first words out of their mouth were, Towns Van Zant." I was like, holy cow. <laughs> yeah. In Dublin, Ireland? That's, that's what cool. You, like, that's cool. That's cool. Like, I got to hang out here a little more. These are my yeah. people. <laughs> yeah, so, like, it's really cool that they're going to love you. They are. And plus, you do all that original you know very sad stuff and it's always rainy and gloomy there so if it's perfect perfect. yeah Yeah. it is it is (laughs) well i hope it happens one day man billy bobs tonight how do you uh prepare a set list for a show like this i feel like i'm putting a lot of pressure on you and it's gonna make you nervous and i feel awful (laughs) honestly up there and pass out (laughs) honestly our drummer writes all our set lists oh really I, i i trust him with you know with what he's feeling that night most of the time it's it's pretty similar well, yeah, I mean, and uh, yeah, you we've got transitions worked out between songs and right? all that stuff, you know. Does he ever throw you any curveballs on the set list just to see if you're noticing? He absolutely does. <laughs> He'll write some pretty crude stuff on the set list sometimes, <laughs> and, and I'll notice it mid-show and you try not to laugh it, into the yeah, mic. Yeah, just completely mess up the lyrics <laughs> yeah. and stuff. 
So, uh, you guys been working on any fun show covers lately, or is it you going to do all originals? We're we're actually doing all originals for this show. Nice. We are. We've uh, working on a new record right now. Are you and, really? Uh, we've got a couple tunes is from the new record. Month? We're going to throw in there. Three months away. Seems like every artist that talks to me about a new album, it's going to be yeah. ready in three months. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're recording like a construction it. Construction guy saying two weeks. Yeah. We're recording it in January, so it'll okay. be springtime sometime. So about three months. All right. Yeah. yeah. I can't then. wait to hear it. All original excited, stuff on man. that that did you wrote or you've been writing with people. Yeah. Uh, I've done very few co-writes. There mm -hmm. are um, mostly with the other Honcho guys. Okay. Jordan Nix and. He's okay. Yeah. yeah. He's great. <laughs> Jordan is one of the most incredible songwriters I know. And his voice but is unreal. There's a, yeah. co a couple co writes with Jordan. Monday song. Oh, I ain't, man. I ain't gonna lie. It made me cry first time I heard that. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah. my God. It'll bring you to like, tears. I hate man. you, Dalton. Thanks for sending me that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, a couple co writes with Jordan, a couple with Dalton, and one with Steli. Oh, very nice, and, uh, man. Yeah. So, so uh, those are the guys that I've uh, have just clicked with naturally. Mm -hmm. And it kind of helps that we're all in this big friend group together so it, yeah it's like all these artists that go to nashville and you know get that condo together like you guys are all just yeah. out in west texas man we work. went up me and jordan actually went up and tried to we went up and did uh, some song rights in nashville mm -hmm. some co-writes with you know guys who do that professionally yeah just sit down and co-write songs and it's just different, is man. Is it too hard? Because it's, it's so not too structured. hard. It's that's, that's a, it. It's, it's a job. It's for very them. structured. Yeah, it, it comes out cookie cutter almost. Well, you know? and that, you hear that in a lot of yeah. the songs that come yeah. from there. And every now and then, there's something great that comes from there. But then right. you always find out some guy from Texas was in the room. Exactly. <laughs> that's what it always exactly. is. Exactly. Whereas when you sit down with your, you know, some of your really good friends that really know you, yeah. it's easy to write something about the, something that means something to mm -hmm. you well sometimes it may you take know. longer but it's just a it's a better quality product for sure absolutely yeah slate culture tonight at billy bob's texas man congratulations thank you so much it's been man. really fun the past couple of years to watch your star rise it well, it's really been fun has for me been too fan. man it has and i then, appreciate all the all oh, the support that you guys give us over here and always spending us and absolutely helps out a lot man call so my thank friends you. at red rocks next and we'll get you out there too heck yeah <laughs> thank you buddy appreciate you good job ma'am Heck yeah, thanks for having me on, dude. Thanks.